Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater of the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. With the country in a state of emergency, now is the time to support the artists in need who are suddenly out of work. If you have any dollars to spare, send your favorite artists a tip on Venmo and say, thinking of you. I've been lucky to feature so many incredible artists on the podcast that we all could use a little help. Karma comes back to you. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk on Twitter and visit theinterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. You up? New podcast to this. Another big player took a trip to Edge of Extinction after a wild tribe swap, and we're here to break it all down for you as we discuss Survivor Winners at War Episode 5. And joining me are two people who would never make it awkward at a tribe swap, Heidi Ho and Andrew Orsi. I think I would. Would you? Yeah. Well, maybe for fun. Like, yeah, because like, I would do it now, intentionally. Now you would. 100%. Okay, gotcha. Now that you've said it, it's my Now strategy. that I've seen it. You know? Wow. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Um, so that was a fun episode. Extremely it was fun. It was maybe one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a, it was a, it was a good one. Um, and it was nice to like have, you know, an hour escape and watch Survivor um, as opposed to being um, you this know, real life game of Survivor. Oh, Correct. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were just going to take a jab at Edge of Extinction. No, 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 no. I mean, I said not have to talk that, to those people um, for an episode. <laughs> no, but we're playing like potential zombie Survivor soon. Seriously, like the world is ending slowly outside yeah. of our doors. I took the subway to Queens today, so I could be I could be dying in a you week. Could be dying. Mm-hmm. That's it. You mm-hmm. could be bringing it to Lips restaurant yes. and bar. <laughs> I'm gonna and try grill. to turn and cough into my armholes. Um, I was watching, um, just the sidetrack for a second, I was watching uh, Love is Blind, um, and the Bachelorette party goes to Lips Chicago, I think, or Atlanta, oh. Lips Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Legendary, legendary um, I haven't finished. Okay. Um, I, we'll just, I watched the first wedding, and I was I'm like, I can't, I'm still angry that I finished it. You wish that you hadn't stuck all the way through, you wish I you would have given up. I wish I just stopped. I never started. And you You've know, done I, well. I, sh- I was going to because the circle was so good. Yeah. I really was circle addicted. So good. I can't wait till they do a crossover. I mean, they brought Caleb from Big Brother to Survivor, so can they bring Joey Sasso onto Survivor, please? I mean, Maybe. I liked the really circle wants... by the end, but my God, listening to people speak social media out loud it's it makes hilarious. me hate social media more than I agree with you. I'm, yeah. sh- I'm Shubham. Of yeah. anybody, I am Shubham. <laughs> do, do you know who social. has actually auditioned for Survivor? Shubi. Shubi. Yeah. He, well, he's, isn't he doing, Rob has a podcast with him now? Yeah, he is, yeah. I think good. when I listened to the, I guess maybe it was the premiere, they're like, Shubi's in the audience. I was like, what? No. I love him. He's a sweetheart. Initial thoughts on this episode five, aside from not having to see Edge of Extinction? Uh, you know what? Aside from there being like the same use, the same stressful, amazing gameplay that we're seeing, you know, I've been telling everybody people are playing at the highest caliber of play you've ever seen. There was a lot of outside of game talk, you know, mm-hmm. like we learned about Michelle and Wendell that I want to unpack. They talked about Penner. Like mm-hmm. there was a lot of really cool areas that you saw how these people interact as a family unit because they're all these millionaires they're all essentially hunger yeah. games winners yeah and they this is actually have a, a history. very nice mix of character and strategy moments yes it you know there was there was comedy relief which i really liked and there were times where i was like oh my god idol oh my gosh who yeah who's going home yeah yeah well let's let's start off with decal um nick is relieved to get tyson out of there because they are a cohesive unit now mm-hmm. um oh and he's very thankful to be bequeathed Tyson's fire token. Mm-hmm. I love that he gave it to Nick, too. <laughs> it's a token of appreciation. He's the first person who... And and this may be smart, and it's why I'm starting to think... Not that I didn't before, but it gives me more credence to the idea that Tyson might return. Because yeah. he's the first person to give a fire token to a rival as opposed to a close ally. Mm-hmm. And then gets a confessional from Nick about the potential of working with Tyson down the road if That's he That's very back. possible. Yeah. He laid it's out groundwork. Possible. Also, they didn't show him at all. So maybe no. he do- maybe he does come back because he's getting airtime later. Yeah, and, and, and we, if they don't show him this episode, and then we like barely remember that he even was out of the game for a second if he comes yeah, back. Yeah, and, and then we do get a little preview that he's going to be a little sneaky, sneaky. So yeah. we'll see. We'll I mean, see. I, I yeah, we'll get to that. But Yule he starts to talk about how he likes everyone in the tribe and discusses his friendship with Jonathan Penner. Uh, he discusses that his wife is battling with ALS, and it's a very very raw and real moment. Um, and I think, I don't know who watched it live or not, um, but immediately after that act, 
they had a commercial with Jonathan, Jonathan Penner, Penner and yeah. Stacy, mm. um, which that was heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. The worst part about ALS is that your mind is so active and your body just cannot do anything. Right. So like you're sitting there in a prison and you imagine the the verve for life that Penner and Stacy had, and to think about having to deal with that on a constant basis is yeah. heartbreaking. And he didn't reveal if he's going to be giving any money uh, to them on the show, but we right. do know, but that, we know that, that is his intention. He is going to be matching at least $50,000 to donations right now, which is great. Yeah. Um, I think we all wish we had $50,000. Yes, but exactly. Cool. Well. Um, I, I really, really, really love this moment uh, because it, it, it showed uh, a true side of Yule. Because we've always seen him as this like strong, powerful man. He's got a heart. He's a sweetheart. He's so soft. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I Andrew always... was melting, I'm sure. 100%. I love Yule. And I saw this side of him in his season, too. Like, the way that he connected with, like, Becky, and even the way that he would, like, talk with Cowboy sometimes about Cowboy's past. Like, yeah. he's a person who can speak to people. Like, his social game is underestimated because he's so ridiculous intelligent. Yeah. But, like, he's good at connecting with humans. Yeah. Um, I mean, and then you had Wenzel and Sarah there for him and supporting him mm-hmm. and being, being very friendly. Um, it was really, really a, a, a powerful moment. I think it was something that definitely could catapult Yule into like that superhero status. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say it right now. Sia's going to give the Penners money. Oh, oh, she better. Sure, sure, sure. Better. I don't know how much, but she's going to give them money. Yeah. You know she will. That's a good call. Um, but that's all we get before the big epic tribe swap. Uh, so two tribes land on the beach where they all began, and just like that, it's time to drop your buffs, and we are getting three tribes. Thank goodness. It, things are getting a little stale. Mm-hmm. Before we, like, learn who's on each tribe, Rob, in Confessional, discusses how the first time this happened to him in Marquesas, he was swap-screwed. Yeah. And he does not want to be on the bottom again. Yeah. Well, last time Sandra was in a game, she was swap screwed. She was swap was. But we didn't the get only time she was ever voted out. It's true. I love her her confessional when she go when she's talking about how she'll never win Heroes versus Villains. She goes, I don't know about that. Yeah. That's just how I think about Sandra at all times. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I don't and know about that. Before we officially, again, learn who the tribes are, we get a little teaser of all teasers from Michelle. Oh my god, how the hell did I get stuck stranded on an island with my ex-boyfriend? And everyone was Googling, Instagram searching. Well, this is the week to figure out what it was. Top Google searches. This is not X on the Beach, but it basically is X on the Beach. Mm -hmm. We've had survivor people play X on the Beach before, so it's not unheard of. It's true, and one of those survivor people is going to be on the challenge next season. Who is it, Jay? It's Jay. (laughs) Uh, And then there are, I think, three Big Brother players on it, too. Oh, where? Wild. Including Casey. Including Casey. When is Adora going to get Casey? on the challenge? Are you serious? Casey. Oh. The winner of... Bye. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Tyler was robbed. I was thinking C-A- I was thinking C-A-S-E-Y, and the only no. one I could think of was like, so from season 11? K-A-Y-C-E-E. <laughs> That's a girl? Um, a yes. Girl. Sounds she, like she a girl's good. name. She was good. Um, yeah, she was good. So, the new Sele tribe is Parvati, Michelle, Nick, Yule, and Wendell, which officially reveals Michelle and Wendell are the exes. Uh, new to call is Sandra, Tony, Kim, Jeremy, and Denise. And Yara, Sophia is Rob, Adam, Ben, Sarah, and Sophie. And Sophie, yeah, I was saying the same How thing, can, too. Again, for those who don't get the reference, that's, that's a former um, contestant on the Drag Race uh, television program, Yara, Sophia. Uh, we is, stand. And here's where my removal from the gay community comes into play because my reference was Game of Thrones. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. And okay. my first joke was, um, it's Asha in the books. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Yara Sophia Tribe. That one's gonna be our, our, our main focus today, but Okay, yeah, well then. How do we feel about the tribes? Well, um Great. I, yeah, I said this to you downstairs. I don't like a swap into three tribes of five. No. Really? Because Cause it puts it, everybody it, down it, in numbers. Yeah, it moves... Like, the idea of getting swap screwed is such a thing. Yeah, you're done. And I don't like... I don't, like, just on principle, like the idea that somebody could get completely swap screwed. Like, there should be... There's always a little amount of luck, but there should be some room to maneuver, even within a swap. And the lower the number of people on your swapped tribe, the less likely that you can you don't work have any anything. Room, yeah. You may just not have angles. Well, for the for the tribe that 
I mean, you could essentially say that Rob gets swap-screwed, but there was a lot of maneuvering that could have happened with those five people, I will say. The way they yeah, sorted out, I don't, I don't, I don't every tribe had some maneuvering that could have happened. I don't necessarily know if he had a chance, but he definitely didn't play it right. No. I don't, and I don't oh think he was swap-screwed, because he was in the majority. Yeah, he just, he just played it wrong. In the majority with the two people, he probably didn't want to be in the majority. Yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. if it was him, Parvati, and someone else, then he's fine. Yeah, he would have been fine if he was But this was the Parvati. worst combo, so I don't think it was necessarily swap-screwed. Just an unfortunate bout of luck. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that's you got to make a move at some point, and I think Ben is a buffoon, but Adam is always looking for moves to make. So, like, well, let's talk about the new decal because that's going to be a fun little tribe to discuss for a while. Jeremy and Denise are wowed by the mansion that Wendell built. Oh Um, yeah. The shelter is, as they say, unbelievable. Um, And as Jeremy says, George and Weezy are moving on up. I love that so much. Very cute. But Jeremy needs to find who is on the outs in the original Sally so he can, like, you know, maneuver in. Uh-huh. So the first person he talks to is Kim and Jeremy. And um, if, in case you didn't know, they play poker. Yeah. Um, not sure is if that's there a, a thing. poker alliance? Is there a poker alliance? There may be. But we, they didn't say it here. So we, <laughs> we don't. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> not. Um, I, w- I want Kim and Jeremy to go all the way to the well, end most and of the, just lay down a hand of poker it's true. cards. true. Most of the poker alliance is gone. Yeah, right now. And the, two, the two of them well, probably met, Amber by proxy. So they yeah. probably have only met once playing poker. Yeah, they probably have never and talked to each like, other well, outside of that. We're fucked. So let's here we actually are. be an alliance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Denise and Kim want to work together, and I'm fully here for that. I'm here for that yeah. too. I, the women were making moves this yeah. week, and I need um, them too. And, and right there, you have um, uh, Kim, Jeremy, and Denise as the majority. So Kim is your swing vote. But that's the thing. This is this this tribe is also. I thought they were going to lose that challenge, too. Sure. I This tribe annoys me right now, because it's reminding me how many advantages are in the game. Oh, there yeah. Is, You're scared. There is the ability for Tony to get Sarid. Oh, right yeah, but I'm fine to if Tony gets Sarid. I'm not. I don't want anyone to get Sarid. I don't think any player should be Sarid out of the game. Well, I think Sir, I think that and while it is gets to be highly, Sarid I mean, out of the yeah, game. Yeah, absolutely. But no I don't else. want that yeah. to be a thing that happens again. Yeah, that was um, so crazy. And the fact that, like, I don't think they would all play them, but, like, if Denise and Kim and Sandra all played their idols yep. and then Jeremy leaves Tribal... Yeah, that's well, true. So the, that's the, true. The, the reality is Jeremy has to leave Tribal first before that... Before yeah, but if he's not convinced Kim is going to flip with them, maybe he does. And that's where I'm excited to see what happens, because yeah. I think he is going to be fine. He's not going to use it quite yet. Well, I, I think not. so, too, because of the way Sandra treated Kim at the beginning of the game. You know, like, I, we when the last time the three of us were together, we talked about how hard it was to see Kim, like, drop yeah. into the ground. No one would talk with her. And that was a lot of Sandra's doing, because Sandra had said before the game that she wants to take these girls out one by one, and Kim Spradlin Wolf, while ever no one has seen it, apparently on this season, is one of the best winners, yeah. has one of the biggest targets on her head. They all said it before they hit the mm-hmm. sand, but yet they kind of like tapered off having to target her. So I would I would rather think that Kim would go with Jeremy because of the resistance she's had from Sandra. That's that fair. would be my logical thought. Tony knows that the biggest fear in a swap is what happened to Jeremy and Denise, but there are going to be lions in this game and there are going to be hyenas in this game. And Q, be prepared. Oh my gosh. Tony loves a good <laughs> metaphor. He likes animals. He I enjoy this. Where are the it. llamas? What happened to the llamas? Well, cats. <laughs> <are together. laughs> um, yeah, so he wants to be, he doesn't want to be like the lion that gets eaten by the hyena, and I understand that. That makes sense, fair. yeah. Uh, so Tony pitches to Kim about going after the small targets, but Kim doesn't know of saying to call strong is the best option for her as she has the least trust in Tony and Sandra. So yeah. I, mean, that makes sense. I think the seeds were just planted for us, the audience. Yeah. And I will guarantee that next week, one of the two of them are going home. Tony, Tony or, or Sandra. Sandra. Yeah. Well, Sandra's next week is the last chance she has to play that idol. She has Sandra is not going to go home without using her idol. I don't know. She's, I can see her not doing it. Why? Cause I think she thinks she's safe. I could see that she thinks it too, but it's the last opportunity to use it. It's like an expiration date. You know? I don't know, because she's she's a very humble lady. We'll see. (laughs) I mean, this is the. I don't care care how big my ego is. If I have an idol that lasts for one more tribal council, that fucking idol's getting played. She did it in Heroes vs. Villains, and she did not need to. Yeah. Well, then let's pray for that, because I would like to see Sandra make it to a merge. That'd be cool. Yeah, I really want Sandra on the jury if she doesn't make it to the Because I also have this intense fear that. If we do indeed have two tribes voting a member out next week, that we lose like Sandra and Parv, and uh, that in one episode will episode. literally destroy me. Yeah, 
It's very possible. I don't have I much don't to hold on to it. anymore as, as far as like... <laughs> well, yeah, I'm crushed. <laughs> well, let's talk about um, New Sele. Um, Nick says that this is the tribe he would have picked. He has his allies and the numbers advantage. Nick is such a child. He is. <laughs> Wendell is cracked up by the shelter and Michelle says it needs a lot of work. This is the first interaction the two of them had. Oh, since I love they broke it. Up. Oh my God, I love it. Parvati is de- desperate to find an opportunity to get her and Michelle worked in. Um, and then I finally got my Yule and Parvati moment. Yeah. I'm um, glad that they got swapped together. together. Yule's wife loves Parvati and she's her favorite player. Yeah. Well, um, is that the ne- the inn she needs? Yes, it's it is. Possibly. Because, because Yule is so smart and intelligent, he does respect. He doesn't have a relationship with her from Cook Islands because they were on opposite ends of the alliances, but mm-hmm. he respects smart people and good gameplay, and having his wife in his ear before he left, this might be what Parvati mm-hmm. needs to Do stay alive. Do you think... Parvati actually didn't know what Yule's wife's name was. Um. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. How does she not know his wife's That's name? That's what I felt. I was like, wait. I don't. I don't know his wife's name, and I follow the players very closely, and he they said don't. It though. They don't hang out with each Sophie. other. Sophie. Oh, it's yeah. Sophie. He said it. Yeah. To her. But that's what I'm saying. It's like they they were on a season together. I'm sure they have some interaction. I mean, but they but had they that don't. merge. He literally, and they were he literally said the only person he talks to is Penner. Yeah. And we don't like how long after his season did he marry Sophie? Right. Know. That's true. We don't because know if how it's, she well, fits clearly into Parvati this. wasn't invited to the wedding. If it's well, ten right. years later, then he and Parvati easily could have fallen off by that uh, point. And they didn't I, have a I don't, I don't think it's ridiculous. I think we have an overestimation of how much the survivor community talks to yes. each other. Yes, that's fair. Some of them are <laughs> thick as thieves, and some of them barely ever see each other. Yeah. Again. Okay, fine. Like, Danny Boatwright probably didn't know any of these fucking people. She's like, who are you? <laughs> well, Maybe that's why that. she went insane. Yeah. I don't think she <laughs> um, watched She's like, show. I don't know who you are! Well, speaking of little crazy people, Nick, like a little boy, decides to tell Parvati that he had a crush <laughs> oh on her. Oh my god. And it's really uncomfortable. It's so awkward. But you know what's more uncomfortable and awkward? probably watching Nick watching that back. Yeah, oh my god, because I would have loved I, to see it. He was in New he, York this week, too, him and Michelle were. Yeah, I, um, he probably would have cried a little bit, been like, where she's like, that was awkward and uncomfortable. I would have been like, oh my god, now I feel weird and he's, I can never see her again. Oh, he's so cute. I love his goofy smile. And the eyes. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. The eyes, his piercing I don't know, for eyes. me, like, honestly... I'm just thinking about myself in that situation, and I would absolutely be in an awkward situation. Like, I, that would happen to me. Maybe yeah. not this no, exact yeah. one, but as like... As Nick or as Parvati? As Nick. As Nick, yeah. I would, no, I would be like, Parvati, no. I was in love with you, even though I'm I mean, I would, man, you know? I would not have handled... If somebody, if I was Parvati in that situation, I wouldn't have handled it the way but she it did, was because I would just start, like, though. crawling into myself. Um, but, like, no, I don't care about that. I mean, like, I, I would just... I own... Like, when I had an awkward moment, like, whatever... Yeah, it happened. Here we are. Oh no, I I cringe on that for like years. Yeah. So, did you know that Michelle and Wendell used to date? I had no idea, but I love that it's the focus. Did on they the talk episode. about this this episode? A little bit. <laughs> I don't remember. Um. So it's awkward. Um. Parvati feels bad for Michelle because she has nowhere to hide from uh, little Wenny. Um. So we get the first moment of the two of them alone together. They're a cute couple. Can I just say that though? I kind of like both of them. Okay. As, okay. As, as a couple. Um, did so you weird. notice when they were just talking, uh, Michelle had a little mini axe in her hand? Mm-hmm. No. You yeah, she did. <laughs> she was like... She got a little hatchet. She was ready to fight just in case. Mm-hmm. Just oh, in case. She was ready to chop. She was like chopping at some coconuts or some shit. Um, I, I think Michelle might be crazy. Okay. She's a scorned woman. Yes. <sighs> yes, but Wendell gave it away. He literally... Scott was sitting on the couch next to me, and I was like, I wonder what went wrong. Like, they both seem like kind of like chill weirdos, and he's like, I bet... I bet Wendell was super non-committal. Cut to, we kicked it, we kicked it. Yeah, you couldn't so even let, say the word relationship. It. Wendell says this season's the uh, season of history and past relationships, and that's the theme, uh, but totally obviously not. Um, uh, so Wendell did say that he and Michelle, quote-unquote, hung out together and, quote-unquote, kicked it. And I finally understand what that means. Um, <laughs> very real in this moment. Um, you kicked it. You, you I definitely it. definitely been kicking it, definitely been hanging out. So what does that mean? Well, so what is the definition of a relationship? I mean, I'm sure you know she what? asked him one day it and could he also, did not give her the answer. It could also be literal. It could also maybe yeah. maybe they kicked it. Like they're a little kinky. And yeah. maybe oh, it yeah. went too far one night and that was tense. Yeah, she like kicked, didn't maybe work she anymore. kicked him too hard. <laughs> oh my god, Michelle kicked Wendell in the balls. Yes. yes. That's the fan fiction. And then he left. Yeah. And then 
And then she was and now like, he doesn't so want to talk about that they were in a relationship because it makes his balls hurt again. Well, she texted him the next day and was like, "Hey, boyfriend, like, what's going on?" And then he was like, "Oh no, hun, that was you, oh no, babe, look, you kicked it with me last night, but that's it." Have you ever described? previous relationships as having kicked it with someone or just simply hung a- hanging out with someone. I don't describe my previous relationships. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I have termina like I've used the terminology of I guess we were dating when like cuz it wasn't it wasn't really clear but we hung out with the intention of kicking it and sometimes those included date like atmospheres. Uh-huh. uh-huh I mean uh-huh. here's the thing, let's be fair. They dated, yes. They did not date in the public eye. So, like, what level of seriousness did it ever yeah, get to? Yeah, that's what it. That's what the thing Maybe is. Maybe it is like, accurate. They weren't going to charity events together. No, and, and we didn't all know about. It was this. not a known thing. You know, that's they're winners. We would know. <laughs> well, in a future podcast, we can discuss my life and, uh, and, and, and <laughs> how the correlations. Yeah, kicking it and hanging out. We'll, we'll discuss that, or you can DM me and let me know what's going on. Um, <laughs> Maybe you should try kicking it with some people. <laughs> I'm just clarifying. We need some clarifying facts here. Honestly, it may happen. Um, all right, so Michelle and Parvati talk on the beach, and Michelle says that Wendell scolded her. Was there scolding? Or is she just being a little bitter? I thought she said scorned, maybe. I don't know. Scolded? No, because she was talking her? about him. What was what was the context? Um, just that they they weren't, didn't talk immediately, and he didn't go to her. And Oh, well, she was like, well, why the fuck didn't you talk to me? Yeah. Yeah, and he was like, "I'm trying to give you space," and she's like, "This is the island as big as our bedroom." Like, I don't understand what kind of space yeah. you're trying to give me here. I also imagine that since Parv and Michelle are are at least semi working together, Michelle probably mentioned that she dated Wendell in the past. Yeah. Like, if yeah. Parv didn't already know that, blah 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 blah. So she has the context of like maybe I exaggerate ever so slightly how he spoke to me in yep. order to solidify with Michelle. Like, mm-hmm. that's fine. I didn't. I didn't see her as like directly lying. Did you enjoy this girl chat? Yeah, I would enjoy you like any girl a, chat. a girl chat podcast between Michelle and Parvati? Yes, yes, yes. There we I'd go. also just like an alliance between Michelle and Parvati that takes them both to the merge. We'll yes. See. We'll also, see. what is really cool about Michelle is that she has this like hunger that I'm, you guys talked about last week that she really wants to prove herself mm-hmm. because of her win. But what, nobody has talked about the fact that she took somebody off of the jury. She's the only winner who got to say, you're not going to vote for me. Bye. Get off of there. Like, she's a fucking badass winner. So anyway, continue on. It's true. <laughs> Michelle decides... To, Love no, you, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle decides to read Wendell to Filth and says, playing distant is how their relationship was. Funny. Um, as she says, he texts you up and she goes, new season, who dis? Uh, we love a meme queen, don't yeah. we? She's, mm-hmm. she's, she's generational. She I understands. I will also say that their relationship chat was very, very um, appropriate in the era of coronavirus. They were significant distance apart from <laughs> each other. Social distancing was going well on that beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> speaking of other new memes, I'm sure that she is going to be selling the t-shirt of Let's Give Them Something to Drool Over, Parv. Yeah. I loved that I love that so much, too. Uh, she was like, let's... let's that was the that was like the moment that solidified for me. I was like, this is an alliance I wanted. I don't think we've ever had this kind of, like, girly girl girl talk on Survivor. Like, this was... It's happened, you know it's happened. It felt like an MTV show. Yeah, it's just never been featured. It happened in Vanuatu a little bit. This bad? This much? Julie and Twyla. I mean, Twyla obviously didn't participate in the same way, but absolutely there was a lot of talk about this. Well, they were men and women in Vanuatu. We got more of the men's perspective on it, whereas this was fully from the women's perspective. I guess it's the the hot girls in bikinis talking about boys chat. That feels very... MTV and not CBS, but hey, they're all owned by Viacom at this point. So they also used they usually cut to like some like a conservative person's perspective on it, like Brandon Hance hating Michaela for no good fucking reason Whoa. for an Delilah. entire season. Like, Ooh. oh my god! Um, I want to make one prediction now. Next season of X on the Beach, Michelle and Wendell. Uh, small fry. They came to this island for two million dollars. They're not doing X on the Beach. They won Survivor. I don't I mean, know might. if Wendell would. I don't know. I mean, Wendell seems like Wendell's somebody who's maybe a little uh, past the age bracket. Of yeah, that show, yeah, yeah, he but... is. Also, but also but he's like so Wendell cute, is he's, a, he's like a settled, grounded human, and I don't know if X on the Beach is something he wants to subject. That's true. To. I love crazy. Wendell for these reasons. Like this is why. Like I feel like if I met Wendell in real life, I'd want to be his friend. Yeah, That's I do. Yeah, I, I want to kick it with friend. Wendell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> who wouldn't? All right, let's talk about the Yara Sophia tribe. Okay. Um. So they arrive to an empty beach, and is this Navidi? 
Uh, from the is Bradley last time? complaining? Yeah, probably. Yes. Um, do we know what beach this is? No, because they complain immediately. So that's why I thought it was Navidi, but who knows? Um, I have no idea. Ben just can't get away from the liars, so he's not happy about this swap. And Sarah explains to Rob to that it was island. Tyson who threw Amber's name out, and Tyson's vote was unanimous. Was this really how things went? Not quite. No, I didn't think so. No, but, but you you diffuse the situation. They when absolutely, you. yeah, they absolutely got Tyson on board with getting Amber out. And he did say, "I'll vote for Amber." He did yeah, say yeah, that, but, but like, they were already planning on voting correct. for Amber or Tyson or Tyson, and so he did that to save himself. And they left that little detail out. And, and I also think that Sandra was gunning for Amber over Tyson the whole time. And it was when Tyson said, "I'll go with you," that they were like, "Okay, okay, sure. it's sold. We don't sure. have to do that." Looking ahead long term, was this twist of the truth smart for Sarah? Yes, it was fine. Because I, I don't think she's going to get caught up in a lie about it. I, I think yeah, she's going to pit get, two power players against now. each other on Who's going to corroborate her? Ben, who's an idiot, or Adam, who nobody talks right, to? Right, yeah. but like, even now, knowing that Rob is gone and going over there, is is anyone going to be able to corroborate it there? I don't think that's going to be that big of a deal. Well, detail, Amber was honestly. on the outs of that of the vote, so she wouldn't know, and then everyone else was Sele. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be that big of a detail, honestly. Yeah, I think it's that was it. Because Rob is going to be the only person... Like, the only person who it could ever... I mean, the only thing would be is if he talked to Tyson about it and Tyson comes back pissed at Sarah, but I just don't yeah. think that's going to yeah. happen. I mean, it, they, they were running out of time. This Robin Amber narrative that they planted from the very beginning was going to only be a pre-merge thing because you knew they were going to be such big targets. So it's right. like, as soon as he hit another beach, you know, he's going to go, well, who voted out my wife? Whose idea was it? You know, and yeah. they just had to get... He obviously asked of course. the way moving along. Yeah. As a reminder, Sarah has the steal a vote advantage, and she can save her and Sophie, but she doesn't want to, you know, use it quite yet. She Smart that she to. didn't. She didn't need it. Uh, Rob explains that Ethan voted a little bit and said that uh, he voted for Adam, Adam didn't vote for Ethan, and that's when the tension was officially present. And it was cringeworthy to watch, and I loved on. it. But wouldn't wouldn't that be, wouldn't you do that if you had the opportunity, if you were sitting there next to two people that might have been your numbers, but you definitely don't trust, and two girls who I particularly would want to play with, you know, Sarah winning Game Changers, and then I guess Sophie is also a person that is on the game, um, you would be like, <laughs> oh. wanting to throw your other people under the bus, and you would feel really, like, awkward, and how badass to just lay it out in front of them, so that they, you're like, you're, this is the truth. I'm yeah. telling them the truth. If you guys want to try to lie, too bad. You don't yeah. have the option. Well, Sarah knows this is her chance to find a flaw in the trio, and to pull one in. Uh, Sarah talks to Ben, who spills basically everything. Sophie gets to Adam and Rob, who share a little less, but they share enough to know that they, they, they get a chance. Yeah. There, there, there's some action going on. Enough of the beans were spilled. Yeah. Sophie knows that the, with so many cracks, the best option for them would to be stay, would be to stay together, but we'll see if that happens. It's idol hunt time. Rob has never found an idol without clues. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it, he it only reminds had like one me. It reminds me how time. recently clues, has the game gotten clues easier? stopped happening. I think the idols have gotten more prevalent and yeah. easier, and people yeah. just go out and search for them now, whereas people used to like. Well, because it's now, the problem, I think, is that the idol structure is completely predictable. Yeah. People know when idols are going. People know that if an idol's played, another one's out. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. So they just can go out and look for they them. They know to look for I landmarks. think the idols should just be put out at random times uh-huh. so that the clue is the indicator that there's an idol. Mm-hmm. And then you use that. You know what I mean? Like I agree with this. I just Or what if we literally be... Go back to basics and say no idols. That's the twist. I mean, I, I liked when too. the idol was at Exile Island. So like, yeah. you you had one person who had an opportunity to go there. Their target was on their back, but also mm-hmm. they could have not done it. Like Sugar had that idol an entire season out in Gabon and played it at the very end. Didn't even need to. Right. Um, and people were looking for it for a really long time. You know, like I think that it's an interesting factor when there's like a one designated place for it to be, and it's hard. Amanda getting that one in, I, what, when was it? Maybe Micronesia? Mm-hmm. The um, one that they didn't tell us about? Yeah. The only idol they didn't tell us about ever in the history of idols? She like had to like dig it uh, dig it up on the beach for a mile or something. Like, oh, anyway, rest in peace, Amanda's career. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it was really, really quick. But Sophie got the idol. Yeah. Um, we didn't get a, like, a monologue from her, but she got the idol. Uh, and we learned that Sophie did in fact give Kim back her half the idol. Yes, I was worried about that. 
Um, I know there was some discussion about the verbiage on it, but apparently there may have been a chance that if she did keep it, she would have been able to combine the idols. Like, what do you mean? Oh, like the this two, idol and the other idol. Like there the would be a, halves, a yeah. mega. So like, so she would have had if she didn't give Kim her half back, she, she pre- would have one and a half. Right. Hmm, weird. I don't know if how true that is. That's something I but, read. Uh, I like the idea of the fact that, is, say, if two people are holding halves and you stood up and said, I'm going to play this, and then you go, like, Sophie, can I have my other half? And then Sophie could just be like, no. Sophie could pull a tie. You know, yeah. and say, I'm not going to give it to you, and then you go home. Yeah. Yeah, a well, tie is definitely what Sophie it is. is very much understanding where Kim's head was at, so she's not sure what to do, but she ultimately decides to tell Sarah about the other half of the idol and give Sarah that half of the idol because literally she has no other option. She has options. no other option. Yeah. Ready I mean, for the Kim immunity? chose the wrong person when she chose Sophie, but That's true. thank God she got it back. Well, it's time for the immunity challenge. Yay. Um, this immunity challenge will give two tribes safety and the losing tribe a trip to tribal council. There is an obstacle course. It's very basic to what we've seen before. There is some sandbag throwing. It's nothing special. And once again, it's puzzle time. Let's all just discuss the puzzle because it's all that really matters. So it's one of those puzzles where you have to stack four blocks with no repeating colors on each side. My cool. favorite quote from the toll challenge is, no, that's three yellows, babes. Thanks. Michelle from the the sideline just... And I'm like, I thought you guys just kicked it. Like, it's that natural to start calling him babes again, babes? Yeah, that's three yellows, babes. And I was she just called like, him babes like twice. This uh-huh. Yeah, too. I, don't like, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't like babes. I love babies. it. I, love I don't it. think I've ever used the word babes. I love the idea of your tone of voice saying a blanket term, like an endearing term, and somebody knowing to turn around because they because you said it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's ownership sure. of somebody. Sure. So we we officially know that Wendell used to be called babes. Yeah. Well. Well. When they were, when they or were at least it. she's right, right. kicking it now into babes. Andrew, what would you call Wendell if you were kicking it? Dad. <laughs> okay. With that accent, I hey wouldn't. Dad. I wouldn't wow. be able to call him much. He'd be sitting on my face too much. Oh, Whoop. whoops. So there's really not much to talk about this challenge. It was really boring. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things where like this is a simpler puzzle that if you have somebody who kind of knows the concept of how to approach it, like Sophie, it can be much faster. Yeah. Like Parv went in and said this block needs to be on the top, mm-hmm. and they were the first tribe finished. So I she think knew. Parv knew how to do this kind of puzzle, and it's and, and it's, did it. And it's been used so many times. Yeah. yeah. So you should you just know how this it. works. Yeah. Like if you're going on Survivor, you. I'm you, gonna learn how to do this. I'm gonna learn yeah. how to do a Sudoku. slide puzzle. Yeah, yeah. I know how to do Sudoku. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna practice like uh, endurance of standing on uh, like a, a balance beam while holding something. Yeah. You know. Yep. Um, are you, are you able to sack things while holding a rope and make sure it doesn't define fall? sack the like like the words and not put an upside down you. Uh huh. The mun- when you have to put the blocks yeah, or uh-huh. when you have to make a house of cards while holding the base that they're on with one hand. Yeah. Oh, so fun, so fun. All right, let's go to Yara because they're the losers. They're going to tribal. Sophie is worried that her game is slipping through her fingers, uh, being a part of the puzzle duo. Because, you know, throw blame, it's easy to put put it right on her. Yes, but this isn't a kind of game where people are going to vote out uh, a tribe, this like a challenge This loser. isn't the first eight seasons. No, exactly. No. Uh, Sarah and Sophie have been convinced by Adam and Ben that they want to work with them, but Sophie knows that they are in the minority, so how much of that is true? Yeah. I mean, half of the time when you talk to somebody, if you lose a challenge, you're just getting lip service. So mm-hmm. how do you decipher that? Yeah. Rob, Sophie's smart. Yeah. Rob says he won't write Adam and Ben's name down, and then they all decide to... Shake on it. Oh my gosh. Which is the example of what not to do during coronavirus. Adam is is being bullied into something. Uh Uh-huh. And they decide to place their votes on Sarah. Um, I think, knowing Rob, he's going to throw that handshake in their face at some point if he ever gets a chance to. Yeah. Because he's a a man man of his word. It's not going to hold up against this crew of people, though. Rob knows that they need to go from now to tribal without having conversations. So it's sit at camp and no going off time. And it's like they're quarantined with coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very appropriate episode. Yeah. Watching this whole sequence, I was like, I don't want to be quarantined. Oh, no. I'm over it. Also, though, my favorite thing is, like, editing, like... They did it so well. Like, what is it, a few weeks ago when Sarah went to get her advantage, and Ethan was, like, up stroking the fire, and Scott's like, oh my god, somebody's awake. I'm like, this was probably four hours ago, and then he is dead asleep, and she shows up, nobody is awake at all, and I'm, like, any tribe could have looked anxious and crazy if you put 
Yeah, their it's their footage for, of it's them their for in drama. their camp. Yeah, hundred percent. But um, I felt stressed because yeah. the way that well, I would feel stressed too if the first thing that we see is Rob and the fucking machete that he's sharpening. Oh yeah, he likes doing that. No backup music, just shh. Remember Matthew shh. from Amazon doing uh-huh. the same damn thing? I don't remember Amazon very well at oh, all. It, I need to go back to sequence. that. Mm-hmm. He just loves that's Sesterino, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Rob explains the buddy system and how it prevents commotion. Uh, the discussion turns into something very, very important. Deep fried Twinkies and mint Oreos. Mm. Have you ever and had the mint ones? <laughs> have, well, I ask you, this is very, very important also. Do you dunk your Oreos? I don't. Nope. Oh, I love a dunk, dunking an Oreo. Really? I'll eat an Oreo every way that is possible to now, eat it, though. When you I d- don't do milk. Oh, well, that's oh, smart. Okay. Okay. So. I mean, we're humans. We shouldn't be eating other animals' milk, but... Yeah. I, um, only, okay. I only eat nuts milk in all varieties. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So with your Oreo, do you just eat it whole or do you like have to untwist the top? I generally and... eat it whole. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now when you dunk I, it. I don't like, I get I get the concept of like, I don't dunk well, it. Well, but when you dunk it. Oh, I would eat it whole. I wouldn't like take it apart okay, and dunk okay. it. No, you need to, the integrity yeah. of the cookie needs to stay. The point of it is to be a sandwich it. cookie. Yeah. Right. It right. tastes great that way. Yes. Stop ruining it. You don't need to be adding extra stuffing in there, though. Mint stuffing? Most stuff, that's too much stuff. What's your favorite flavor of Oreos? Plain. Plain? Yeah. Not not even double stuff? Double stuff is okay. It's not a different flavor, Double stuff is honestly more cream than I want. I prefer the cookie to the cream in the Oreo. The fact that we just Take that as you will. Two minutes. To talk about Oreos. It's important. They probably talked important. about it for now. Let's like talk about deep fried Twinkies. <laughs> yes, deep fried Twinkies. I've had one. Not really? my favorite. Yeah, I wouldn't. not my favorite. But a deep fried Oreo. Yes, I would that's say that. I've had that's, that. That I'll take. Uh, every day that you know what? I'm not even homosexual. I'm deep fried Oreo asexual. <laughs> it's just it just melts in your mouth. I would have gone straight for it though. I would have been like, uh, you know, Rob, this isn't. I I'm gonna have to go relieve myself. And Sophie is going to help me find some toilet paper. Sophie needs to hold my dick. (laughs) (laughs) You just took me really upright. You're like, I know you value honesty, honesty, so Sophie's going to hold my penis while I pee. Also, if any, maybe poverty, I could pull that joke on her, but I feel like Sophie would be like, oh, how dare you? I I held Coach's hand to the end of the game. I'm not going to hold your fucking dick. She would. She would. That would be fun. Sophie would be like, yeah, I'm, I'm... I'm the dick-holding winner of Survivor. <laughs> well, Adam is very bored by this whole thing. And you know who else is probably very bored? The producers. They're like, what the fuck? We have nothing to give. Well, they could have given us some Edge of Extinction time, I guess, during that moment. But they didn't what to. Um, Sarah calls this buddy system on steroids and that Rob is putting them in a playpen. But sorry, buddy. Nobody puts Sarah in a playpen. Nobody puts Officer Sarah in a playpen. Um, that's the classic line from Dirty Dancing, right? Nobody puts Baby in a Corner. Oh, it's not it's, Nobody Puts Sarah no, in the Playpen? it's Nobody Puts Baby in the Corner. Oh, so. I got it wrong. I have to it's go watch it so again. It's so close, though. Well. <laughs> Sophie asked Sarah for the full idol so she could have it, so now um, they both have ammunition to save themselves and each other for the tribal. Let's get on to the tribal. I mean, here's the thing. Let's just say, like, it's not that, like, if Rob was trying to get two complacent players to stay with him, this could be fine. But you have to have the awareness of who you're doing this yes. to. You've already seen that Adam fucking loves to run around. God. So to make him not run around, you're just going to put ants in his pants. Yeah. Like, you yeah. you have to know the people that you're trying to implement strategies on, and that's what Rob failed at here. It's true. I'm, I'm very, uh, I don't know, I'm hot and cold with Adam this season. I Same. adored Adam in... So are the editors. The other Because the editors, when they give him good moments, like the challenge last season, yes. give him hero good music moments, out yeah. the butt. You know, but when, they, when he has bad moments, they're like, he can't find a hole. Well, he's <laughs> literally, yeah, he's losing his mind out yeah, there. He's, he's walking the wrong direction. He can't, he, he's trying to stab a torch into plain rock. <laughs> like, he, I, I literally think he's going to get medically evacuated this season because he, not because he's hurt, but because he's just not aware of where he is get, anymore. He's going to get Eric Reichenbach from Caramel well, at the end where he just... It's a mental medical evacuation. <laughs> Could you imagine the 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 sequence where uh, Eric didn't get evacuated and he ended up winning that season, and we'd never have to deal with John Cochran ever again? Uh, oh, what time? Well, you guys know, also, also the narrative that was craft that would be crafted of he lost the first fans versus favorite by and giving won. up immunity yeah. and then came back and won. He would have oh, won. Yeah. He would have won. Probably. Oh my gosh! I was trying to remember who went down to the end Instead, with Don and Cochran. Went, there, he just went. Sherry. Fifth place, both fans of favorite seasons. Yeah, no, he would have won. Anyway, Tribal Council. Jeff reminds Sophie that they passed the uh, one-third mark, 
Sophie says the last time she played, it was two mob families against each other. Now it's just like little groups and fluidity and bullshit and mm-hmm. whatever. That's also the difference between Survivor then and Survivor now. Yes. It's true. It's true. I hated Sophie's original season the way they... A, too much Jesus talk. You know, and there was a lot of Jesus talk in First Redemption Island with Rob and uh, whoever that Matt oh, was Matt. it Matt who yeah, was on yeah. Redemption Island for a really long time so cute they should bring it back I guess here's my thing if you're a person who religion is a big part of who you are I don't mind that if that person fine. brings it up in confessionals and that's more of what Matt was doing so like Matt didn't directly offend me the problem became in South Pacific was the like cult Ants. mentality of like we're all gonna pray together yes and like da 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 and when Sophie played it brilliantly she just went she right just along went right along with it nothing. and never stuck out and then she would say, like, Unlike, well, Coach is lying in God's name, and yeah. that's kind of icky to me. Or, like, Coach, like, t- drags Edna to their knees at the end of a challenge. like, we're going to pray in front of this other tribe. Mm-hmm. That was a little crazy mm-hmm. for me. Well, but then that gives her things to call out at the end. Yes. Sophie got to stay devil's advocate to that whole group of that everyone hated. And Absolutely. she'd be like, I'm the least hated of this group, right? Well, speaking of religious um, Survivor players, I did not get to go to The View on Wednesday because they canceled the tickets and no one was in the audience oh, that day. No so oh, I didn't get to see Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Dang, it. Um, but apparently she, she threw in religion every time she could at that show. I really want Elizabeth Hasselbeck to go on Celebrity Survivor because she is both now. She was mm-hmm. a yeah. she's an alumni. And Sia could go on it too. I'm just saying, guys. There's definitely enough people that would play that. Yeah, there is. Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. I mean, listen, no one's able to do um, their shows right now. Just go on. Do it now. (laughs) Right, but like, here's the other thing. I don't want... Yeah, the crew is risky. I don't want a celebrity survivor because I want regular survivors so I can get cast on it. Yes. I don't want them taking my spots. Well, I don't. Well, that's what. Yeah, because that's what. So happened become with a celebrity, bitch. Once they did it for no, Apprentice, they you. couldn't not do celebrity because people wanted it. It's true. Well, this this is the time of OnlyFans popping up. So become a celebrity, get OnlyFans, and then you can uh, get on Survivor. I have come to the point where like I am thirty now, and I've realized that the highest level of fame I will ever be okay with having is being a Survivor contestant. I'm and, okay like, with the that. Survivor community can know me, but I won't be like widely known. Yeah, I like that. I don't want more than that. Yeah. I want my privacy. I, I'm trying to be a hermit for the rest of my life. Okay, but really, really quickly. Well, if you win a million dollars, easy. I'm done. Who I'll is, quarantine forever, guys. Who is going to be in the Survivor acapella group? What? Um, uh, he does acapella. Okay. I love that. I just am I picking? On. Am I creating yeah. a Survivor acapella group Correct. out of anyone who's ever Correct. played? Yeah. And if you don't pick Chase Rice, Sonya. you're wrong. Sonya. Sonya? Uh-huh. She's Wanda. Sang. Wanda. Wanda. Chase Rice. Sure. He's too famous, though. Yeah, he would. He do would it. be on Celebrity um, Survivor. Survivor. He's pretty though. He's pretty. They need dumb. to bring. They would need to bring back like five people who are on Survivor already who've gotten a much higher status. Colleen since Haskell. They've been on it. Colleen. Taj. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh. What about Karishma? I don't know if she sings. I just was thinking about her today. <laughs> You're just going to put out the names of any player. We're not even thinking about talent anymore. No, just like, yeah. this person. Well, Would she Karishma, be fun in the group? This, this is a good segue. I mean, if I'm just picking any players, uh, it's a whole different list. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so well, speaking of Karishma, this is a good segue. Um, Adam usually says that early... Um, well, well, Adam says early stage of the game is usually about not being terrible, and Karishma was pretty terrible. Um, but <laughs> no, her heart. She loved Applebee's, though. She loved Applebee's. No, but he says that this season everyone is good, and Ben says, don't poke the bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired of Ben. Yeah, me too. We're running around like some sort of dumbass he, the whole time. He was fun-ish for, like, episode three. There was a second there where I think I saw him on a trajectory where he was going to flame out fast. And so yeah, I was kind of like, I, I like can that. laugh at his chaos. I like that. But, but now, now he hasn't flamed out. Yeah. And I, I don't want him it'll to happen. still be there. I think it'll happen right at the merge because him and Adam are have, now that they've done this whole flippy floppy thing with this episode. Sure. They're going to be hungry for I that agree. power. And then it's going to be, they're going to be targeted. We can't trust these two people. But I'm still irritated at the concept that like next episode could easily be Parvati and Sandra going and Ben and Adam make the merge. I think next episode they're going to make two tribes go to tribal together, but only vote out one person. Yeah, we were, I was talking about that with Mike earlier. I, I think know. that would be I nice. going to happen. Unclear. But... I don't know if that would be nice, but I would prefer that to the risk of losing two. Yeah, of my well, favorites. because then you, because then you're all together and you look and you say, "Vote out the one person sitting here who's won twice." It's yeah. true. Well, Sarah says that the crack today was seven words long, and Sophie got eight words, and the boys just wouldn't talk to the girls. What is this middle school? <laughs> Rob knows that there are not there's not a tight three, and they are all an unlikely trio to sit there. Um, he points out that Survivor is a numbers game, and there is little room to hide. 
So he's playing for himself to try to make sure the boys stay with him. Yes. Ben has never been in the situation where there are two easy vote outs, so you go with the experience in your gut. Sure. Always go with your gut. He's not, I mean, he's not wrong there, though. No. Because the people who get too mental, it always bites them in the ass. Yeah, the people who, like, triple think what they're doing tend to make the wrong decision in the Except end and Yule. should have just gone for the first one. Well, yeah. well so on another level. Yeah. yeah. Sophie hates that Rob's proven strategy is being used on her, and that sucks. I like that moment, that she was like, I'm watching something that I saw work on somebody else be used on me, and I hate it. Well, it is time to vote. Neither Sophie or Sarah use their advantage. But by a vote of 4 to 1, Rob is voted out. And he's not too happy. Nope. He threw his vote onto Sarah. Adam will not look at him. Nope. <laughs> um, so Rob bequeaths his fire token to... Parv. Parv. Who his has... two tokens She got to four Parv. now. She got four tokens. She's the richest bitch in this game. Yeah, Natalie thought she was a billionaire. <laughs> well, let's, let's discuss this. Um, <laughs> is anyone going to use these stupid fucking fire tokens? They will come at the time when it takes somebody getting back into the game or when it takes... The, yeah. They're going to use them at the, when they're I guarantee you a thousand percent Natalie's going to buy some challenge advantages. Yes. Uh, Natalie will buy an advantage now, to get back into the game and she'll win that challenge. Because it'll be like, right. oh, you have to you, you have to untie 12 less knots. But here's, cause like here's the, the question. Like, I didn't I didn't get to see the full menu of in-game. Like, from what I understand, the Edge of Extinction menu versus the in-game menu are, are different. different. And it did not look to me... Like on the in-game menu, there was anything that actually helps you. No, it was it food like and tarps and stuff. Yeah, and it was it was to see so if like, anyone was willing to to pool their money to make their living situation right. better to make them win and stronger. So like, and nobody did that. Can Parv do anything useful with these four tokens? Not I that we know of see yet. One. So let let's just go with this. I think there was an advantage or something, but it was like ten tokens or five tokens. It was for tokens. a tribe. But oh, it's a tribe advantage. Um, like an immunity advantage. So in, in the scenario where Parvati does get voted out next week, where is she putting she her, her four, four tokens? fire tokens to? Michelle? Michelle? She can give them to Michelle. Could you imagine if she would have five? Yeah. Or she could give them to Nick because I he was her childhood crush. And then he has six. I mean, he got that nice confessional about fire tokens at the beginning of the season. <laughs> yeah. So Hello. it could go to Yule. It could go to Yule, but yeah, I don't think they haven't really happening. solidified anything yet they've kind I think of made it's gonna the go small to anyone, talk it's gonna it's go to michelle, michelle yeah which would be wild or denise but since we haven't been shown that alliance and not we've only heard about it can it's we, probably not that can one. we touch on the fact that nobody congratulated denise when she didn't go to tribal council nobody's and, talking and then to they denise never talked all. to her at all like denise nobody's not on this show well that makes me think that she goes really far I because so they're too. saving her airtime but it also makes or me think she just goes far and is not consequential well that's also the thing is that the people they want to set up those arcs for they give you that you're crying moments at the beginning of the season so that you have it all the way through yep you know, and weirdly enough, it was all those heavy hitters that got those moments. So I thought they were giving them to us so that those people go away. Same. And we're going to get more from Danny Boatwright later, or we're going to get more from Ethan. You know what I mean? But those people all but here we are. act pretty early. But that's the other thing is it's it's hard to read any edit longevity with Edge of Extinction in play. Yes. Because Ethan did not get a lot before he went. He got, got his that moment on Edge episode. of Extinction. Yeah, he got that whole episode. So it's kind of like... Okay, well, just because I think, oh, Parv had a few quiet episodes, so maybe she stays longer, because they would not not give screen time to Parv. Maybe they give her a time on Edge, exactly. and that makes me sad. Yeah. And that's the same <laughs> with yeah. um, Natalie at this point. Yeah. Right. Or with Sandra. Because like, Natalie did not them, get a lot of airtime Like, Natalie obviously episode. didn't get a lot of airtime. Right. No. So it's unclear where, like, you can't read things nearly the way you could on other seasons. Yeah. Here. Which is kind of cool, because... I mean, it's 40 seasons in. We kind of can't separate and edit from the show. No, as you said last time we talked. And so it's it's a, this is a new realm for all of us watching. Yeah. We can't even predict in the same kind of way. And I have, like, my predictions chart is set up with, like, who's most likely to win? Who's most likely to come back? Who's most likely to do... Like, I have so many different your, things. Your pre-season boot order for this, you had Tyson winning, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, well I mean, he, well. he is... No, he's still a really big <laughs> contender to come back from the He edge. is, but I also... I don't see a winner's season vote for an edge returning to win. No. Not, e- me not either. when we had this many people who not we've heard said chance. they didn't like edge. You know what I mean? But also, I think that they needed edge so that they could... Like, if Amber went out, was gone in one episode, and then had a fucking two-month vacation for nobody to know about, I think it would it would have hurt her. It would have been a bad choice to come back. But she got to I also think it would get have hurt some lovely their wallet where they probably paid her $100,000 to come back and then only got her for one yeah, episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they d- I mean, she was like, I will not come unless you give us money. Well, Absolutely well, not. Speaking of Amber and Edge, I have a very, very important question to ask. 
Where on Ed's did Rob and Amber do it? You think they're going to do it when oh, he gets there? Oh, the two of them had a time. They had to have had a time alone. I mean, you it's the know edge. they ran off and like they went up to I the don't catch mail. Care. We're going to have a moment together. You I know like it that. happened. I mean, if it, okay, here's the I thing. They did it on the water well. Ah, mm. there's a lot of they did it where the, the logs there. were. No, because I mean, there's some hot guys on Survivor that you definitely would have thought like, oh, that guy's really cute. But you don't think about the smells and the hygiene I, of everything. But they're, they're married, married, so it doesn't matter. Kids. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and this is part of their How life. How much do you think this people is part of their have story. sex, though, when they have four kids? Well, th- that's exactly. Not, exactly. There, there are, are no kids vacation. there. Exactly. They're going to go have sex but because no. they, it's like something yes. for them. It's like an adventurous thrill but for them. What I'm saying is we're coming from the perspective of people who are young and are yeah, not married and true. haven't settled into it. Like, if you've settled into a routine where you aren't regularly having sex with a person anymore, that might not be the first thing on your mind It's not point. Maybe not the first, but they're going to be out there on Edge of Extinction with nothing to do for quite some time. Don't you think maybe they're like, eh, Amber, you want to What if Ethan walks in on him? <laughs> That's so? the fan fiction someone needs to write. <laughs> He'll just stay in the bushes and be like, "Oh, oh no God. one can get it." I didn't and think then people could get into that position. With the fish, she caught the little tiny fish, and <laughs> she's like, oh, "It's bigger than Rob." <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Okay. I, I mean, well, also, can I you think know? I just wrote the fan fiction. <laughs> can you imagine Rob's life? He has he has a home full of five girls, hair gel and Barbies and yeah, clothes. That's probably, and that's probably serious shrinkage right there. So like he is probably like that's why he loves to control things when he's on the island because it's all of his testosterone <laughs> How taking over. How do you over. think he implements the buddy system with his children? All the time. All the time. <laughs> Lucia, you, you, you're going to go to the store where you, you got to go with a buddy. Amber Jr. <laughs> Crowbar. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Let's 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 end this with who is in danger. Uh, now we kind of alluded to who Andrew thinks is out next. Where we're gonna I have think it's a, a, a double potential whammy. Where I think if so, I my personal thing if Sele goes to tribal, Parv's not in a great spot. Like Michelle has slightly more ins because also apparently she had a pregame alliance with Nick and like right. Blah, blah, blah. I, I would so love like, to see them cut, like... Play. I would love to see her fight to keep Parvin and manage to turn it on someone. Yeah, she might turn it on Wendell. That, so that might great. be what she does. If that's the narrative and that's what happens, fantastic. I think Wendell is in the second riskiest spot. I mean, tribe, they set honestly. it up with her saying, you betrayed my trust in real life. How can I trust you here? That's a very big deal. That's yeah. why everyone wanted Robin Amber off the first, because yeah. they would always trust each other no matter what. Right. So I like the opposite I, I like that as a second option. I still think like Parv just has the least connections in this tribe and is not in every episode. Um, and she has her threat status. Like that's the thing. Yeah, Parv and Rob status. are on such a level of legend in the Survivor community mm-hmm. that they come into this season cut off at the knees, even with a bunch of other winners. Yeah. So and Sandra is only cut off at her ankles because her gameplay has never been right, like because theirs. Because people will let her get to the merge because they can vote her out at the merge. Because she's the, she is a target to keep in front of you. Why would you get rid of her though? She's not going to win a challenge. Yes, because okay, some, but like there's she'll a, beat you, you in the end merge. though. That's she'll the beat thing. you in you the end. You have to get rid of her eventually. You get rid of her at 5. Yeah. It's honestly, like, I get rid of her like at 5. Or at like you, you break six. down who's left. You, risk you, you too have many some times. like 7 probably because she'll that's find what I'm an saying, idol. mid. You don't yeah, want to like, like right. let her have any foothold. Right, cuz like there there are actual challenge threats who would be left. Like yes, you have Kim, Tony, you have Kim, you have Wendell, you have Sarah, you have Jeremy. So you vote those 5 out and then she floats away to the end. And then you've got six meds. Then she, you have the final of also, Ben, Nick, Adam, <laughs> right, No, but so Denise like, is a fucking solid player. She'll do good at challenges, too. She will. She's so shorter, this though. Is, That's this a disadvantage is, in some challenges. This yes. is why I think, like, Sandra has to go if they go to Tribal. But she has but that she idol. Has an idol. Exactly. She will, That's so the thing. She if they go, go to, next if week. they go to Tribal, like, Tony in danger, bruh. Yeah, yeah. Tony is, is for sure in danger. And also, it's because he made the he made the decision to get rid of Tyson that he was he couldn't fight hard enough to keep that shield in front of this, him. Mm-hmm. If Sandra's his other shield, Kim, like Kim isn't a bigger shield than but Tony. But Kim is going to be the flip. Kim is the determining factor. Yeah, she'll here. vote Tony out. Um, and then, unless with- the question, the other the other debate there is, does if they actually see Kim flipping, like Tony and Sandra are both good at spying on conversations. Mm-hmm, that's true. So if and they Kim's were out. to catch that Kim is flipping, either Kim is out or does Sandra try to play her idol strategic? Who knows? There's a lot of things that could happen over there. Yeah. And then uh, Yara Sophia tribe. Um, I think it's Adam. 
I would say Adam because I think Sarah and Sophie are going to pull Ben in as a number, and I think they also easier. They're smooth talkers. Yeah. Now, if if any of these players were fucking smart, they would turn (laughs) their eyes on Sophie because she is. Now that I'm thinking about it, and now that I've rewatched her season, when we met for the first episode, you both said that she would probably go very far Mm -hmm. because she's an unassuming girl. She's very smart, and she had that nerd shield. Mm Those all of those things set up with her being so quiet and so smart. She, which if she makes it to the merge in numbers, she'll be sitting there at the final. She's got console. weapon after weapon. So in I'd cut her. I'd cut her at uh, before merge if I was thinking smart. But unfortunately, she's also strong and challenging. Yes, she is a strong person, and and I feel like she looks ten times better than when she was on the show. She already, literally. So she they decided like to winner. go for Sarah because Sophie would be stronger in challenges for them as a tribe. Yeah, that's which crazy. Sarah's not weak. That's crazy. Sarah is so strong. Yeah. How many, She's a how many marathons officer. did she do? She did a seven lot. marathons in seven days. Yeah. yeah. On seven continents. Yes, that includes Antarctica. So here we are. You <laughs> so, know, yeah, I think that it's, it's going to be very know. interesting to see what happens But next. we also had last episode where Tyson literally forgot about Sophie. So she is playing that under the radar yes. thing successfully. <laughs> what is her name? Oh, yeah, it's Sophie. And I was not sure because, like, I couldn't read whether that was a dig or a bonus to her. Based on her bounce back in this episode, I think it was helpful. Yeah. She she is my top winner contender right now. uh, And I don't know if I'll be happy if she wins because... Because after just rewatching South Pacific, I'm like, what a shit show of a I mean, season. Sure. So, but like, one be... of the worst seasons at least gave us a winner who wins Winners at War. It'd be a possibility to try to give a, a small beacon of hope. But I'd be I'd be happier with her or Michelle versus like Nick or Ben somehow fumbling their way into a win. Yes, at I agree. At least they're with that. intelligent players. Yeah, I'm, and but... Sophie. It's not that Sophie's not making moves. Like that's the thing. I don't necessarily right. need one of my favorites to win as long as it's somebody who Makes like takes moves. agency in their game. Remember, and remember things. when everyone preseason thought Sarah was going to do really poorly. Well, yeah, because she was the she first target for like everybody. So well, she's the most recent. She female was lucky winner. enough to be on a tribe that never went to tribal except for two times, and she had other targets that they could focus on. Yeah, well, luckily her if tribe Decal had, had Amber, gone to tribe as often as Stella. I don't know if Sarah would still be here. That's true because there would have been a lot more flipping happening with yeah. within Decal for. They couldn't sure. have kept that harmony idea. Mm-mm. No, well, good for them. I'm excited for the next episode. I feel like it's going to be a doozy. It'll oh, be a man. something. I'm I'm having heart palpitations already. Oh. And it's not coronavirus. Well, <laughs> oh. sorry, oh everyone, you're exposed. <laughs> well, good thing you're listening to this from far away. No, it comes through the airwaves. <laughs> ah, where can we find you both on social media? Oh, and Venmo. Yes, we're always going to give our Venmos. You can find me on Instagram at Heidi the Ho. Remember, you spell Ho H A U X like foe because I'm a fake Ho, but a real slut. Um, I'm on Venmo under the same name, and since we are at this stay home quarantine level, please. Tip a drag queen and help us out. <laughs> I still have to look beautiful from home. Uh, and I'm at Andrew Orsi on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, it's O-R-S-I-E is how you spell the last name. That's also my Venmo. I would say at this point, tip the drag queens first. Like, I'm kind of okay. I have some kind of savings account and <laughs> a sort of mobile job that gets so me a couple dollars every week. Um, but I've said that if you want to tip me on Venmo, I'm not a drag queen. I'm going to donate all of the proceeds to the Trevor Project, so. Oh, that's amazing, Andrew. Yeah, I do it, Kim. And Michelle. I'll be selfish. I've never actually put my Venmo on the podcast do in 163 it. episodes. If you would like to send me something, because I don't know if I'm going to have a show. <laughs> um, I am at Michael Block Talk on Instagram and Venmo, so you can throw me a couple of dollars and maybe we'll make more content while we're all quarantined. Yes. yes. And but if you are in the city, you should come check out uh, Drag Array Star, yes, please. the competition Michael's been hosting. The writers of Six were there last week. Yeah. And, and they maybe... didn't even get to celebrate their opening night because of coronavirus. Yeah. I know, that's so insane. It was so, so, like, I, so I work in a Broadway theater. At 2.15, I saw the article go up on Playbill. Work had not called me. No communicate. Like, they did not know before us. Playbill got this information out. And our, like, text thread of the bartenders at my theater was like, um, guys? Wow. (laughs) And it was like two hours later that work finally called me. We still don't know whether the union is going to negotiate any pay for us over this break or not. There's a lot going on. Think about in the all of world. that uncertainty. Yeah. It just feels like you're out there on the Sailor Tribe, unsure of what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. And you're there with your ex who you used to kick it with. Well, listen, friends, 
be safe, be smart. If you are fine and feel the need to go out, I urge you to go out and support fellow artists who need your support because they have to do what they're doing. So go out, be safe, but if you are sick, don't go out, stay at home. Stay there. And do something by yourself. Order some soup and watch an old season of Survivor. There you Order go. Order some soup and get your roommate to get it from the delivery guy. Don't make that delivery guy sick. No. Uh, there, there are now protocols. I think on delivery.com is one of them where you can do, um, uh, you don't have to interact. You can just ha- make have a Have them note. drop it at the door? Yes. Okay. Okay. There are ways. Good. That's so lovely. Just Good. Do your research. I was worried about those delivery men and Me also about myself being able to get delivery. <laughs> Be safe, friends. And until next time, thanks for being here. A huge thanks to Heidi and Andrew for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.